last episode, I asked you what it was that you appreciated most about earth signs and water signs, Damien. But Mm -hmm. tell me what you appreciate most about air and fire signs for today's episode. Air signs, I feel like, um, I like the fact that they speak their minds. They have no problems opening up their mouth and usually speaking what's on their mind, whether it's comfortable or not. You know, they just have no problems. They have a hard time holding themselves. Yeah. I, I value people like that. I'm having a hard time with my air right now because our dogs are very gassy today and it's, it's very hard to breathe and so i don't appreciate it right now but got it <laughs> <laughs> you downstream i don't, I don't smell oh it. they uh, it's tooting right towards me it's very disgusting but anyway mm-hmm. fire signs i really don't know um, what you appreciate about them yeah there's something to appreciate i know about. i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying all signs. Try. I, they're driven. They're driven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's a positive attribute. Loyal. I say that like it just. I don't know. It just. It really, fire signs is they're all three fire signs to me are really, really, really different from each other. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's hard for me to. Cause like Sagittarius, I feel like are loyal. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like. Leos are driven mm-hmm. and Aries are just determined. I agree. They're determined and um, they can be fun. They can be fun personalities, kind of life of the party at times. De- dedicated to themselves. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of hard. I mean, just as you all can hear, air signs and fire signs are not at the top of our list. Although, although every sign has great people and every sign has crappy people. Um, But for us being my, my being a Capricorn, me being a Capricorn and Damien being a Pisces, it's not the easiest interaction um, cause just think about it. Like, as I said earlier, earth with air, you get, you can get dust, tornadoes, storms, things like that. So it's not great. Um, consider how air interacts with water, with Damien's Pisces water. You get waves and turbulence and it could be a gentle breeze or it could be just really disruptive. Um, so yeah, it, it's not the, the best match. Um, so it's kind of tough for us to pull really great examples, even though we've known great people who are air signs and fire signs. One of our daughters is an air uh, fire sign. Um, she's an Aries. My brother is an Aries as well. Um, so of course our, and this is my little brother. So of course our, um, views there are a little bit slanted because of just the positioning we have with those folks. And then just consider how fire and earth interact with each other. Like it could be, that's okay. You know, fire with earth could what create clay. Um, uh, fire and earth, I mean, creates new vegetation. I mean, yes, 
Yep. New life. It clears out the earth. It's ugly at first. It's real ugly for a while. But eventually, it you know, earth always bounces back. Mm-hmm. But then consider fire and water. The main uh, element that people use to put fires out is water. Yes, that's there true. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, though, to just put something it's out. It's been done for years. I get it. I get it. Or fire can boil water and purify it. <laughs> Never mind. So I'm going to be honest with y'all. It was easy for, for us to discuss the earth and the water signs because we are both earth and water signs and we've been living with earth and water sign dogs for four years now. Um, our dog before Jada and Bishop who, who passed away from lymphatic cancer, Kizzy, our boxer, RIP was a Virgo. So that was another earth sign. Um, years earlier we've had, we had an, a cat and, that cat was an Aries, but I feel like cat personalities are a little bit different. So today we're going to go through the book, What Sign Is Your Pet? by Dr. Donald Wolf and give you all more insight on, or also we're going to gain insight as well on what the doctor says are the personalities and traits of air and fire signs. And we'll start with our fire signs. Damien, what does the good doctor say and, and what sign is it? All right, so chapter two is Aries, chapter six is Leo, chapter 10 is Sagittarius. So we're going to paste these together a little bit. I'm just going to go real high level with, you know, just some basic um, descriptions of each sign. And then we can kind of paste it together and see how they how they're similar. So um, Aries personalities ruled by the planet Mars. Aries cats and dogs are bursting with energy. They're natural doers and leaders. Uh, descriptive words as active, courageous, independent, restless, impulsive. Um, your quick-moving Aries can, you know, snatch a food out, piece of food out of your hand in the flash and let you know it's no uncertain terms when interested in dinner, going outside. They're very independent, basically, is what they're saying. Mm -hmm. You know, and they and they lead the house. And if you further on down the chapter, it says if you allow an Aries pet to get too much control over the house, they will have no problems taking over control of the house and leading it. And you have to really put your foot down with an Aries pet, basically. Okay. I still think that they run the house. Okay. So we had, we did have one Aries pet and that was a cat. Mm -hmm. And I would tend to agree that Aries, which was Air his, his name, um, was pretty independent. He was an outdoor cat and really the best cat I've ever owned. Mm -hmm. um, he would meet us, at the car when we would pull up like almost like a dog or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Aries was, was real cool and, and very, very independent. He was, um, but at the same time, our family always allows the pets that live with us to have a place in the family, you know, and Aries was kind of like just part of the family. I don't even remember how we got Aries, but, um, just became part of the family and was just real cool. And unfortunately he didn't want to make the, ride down here to to Atlanta when we moved from Chicago. Yeah, and again, a sign of his independence. Yeah, just, you know, he just wanted to stay around the neighborhood, so we decided, I think our neighbors ended up taking him, taking him in and taking care of him and stuff, but he just didn't want to make the ride. 
you know. So for context, we moved to Atlanta from Chicago 11 years ago. And at that time, we had a cat, a black and white cat named Ari. Then we had Kizzy as well. So as we're packing up our last items, getting ready to go, we're looking all over for Aries. Actually, he had been missing for a, for hours. Maybe I don't even. It might have been days. It's been a, a while back now. But um, when it was time to go, we could not find Aries anywhere, and we weren't able to bring him with us. Now, luckily, we lived in a duplex, and our neighbor was a, a cat lover. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're pretty sure the neighbor took care of the cat because um, our friends from the neighborhood said they saw him walking around. He looked happy. He looked healthy. But, um, you know, it's sad to say that we didn't officially make that transition. Now, mind you, that was a long time ago. We were young and dumb and ignorant. But, um, yeah, we would have loved to have brought Aries with us, but he, he, had, he didn't. He, he had saw, other plans. He was getting really nervous while we was moving and packing the whole week. And then when we started packing up the U-Haul truck, he just kind of walked away and just never came back. And it was a good all day, basically, six, seven, eight hours, and he just never came back. Mm. And so, yeah, that's that's that was his uh, exit, you know. But cats are more independent, you know, like that, and that's just kind of how they are. Um, so... I don't necessarily agree with that when it comes to humans, however. Like, I've, I've observed that with our fire sign cat, but with the people that I know who are Aries, I wouldn't necessarily classify them as independent. And I know I might um, get a lot of hate mail from this, but just think about fire and what fire requires. Mm-hmm. Fire is the only element that can't exist on its own, the only one. Um, it needs something. It needs kindling. It needs, you know, some type of earth or something to to burn off of to even exist in the first place. Um, you have to have oxygen. Where there's no oxygen, there's no fire. Mm-hmm. And it's literally the only sign that has to have something else in order to exist. And I feel like that personality trait comes out in a lot of the fire signs that I know kind of fire are you are you a type of fire that needs kindling that can or somebody to help to take off you know and, and take off and turn into a fire or are you just a natural burning blazing you know wildfire that's just out of control that just started off by you know a little spark of a cigarette or um or a lightning strike or something like right, that and just right. takes off and just ruins a whole area you know um that's what Aries can be i mean fire signs can be very strong yeah or like that or they can be very dependent and weak mm-hmm. on the other side of the spectrum but the all the commonality is they are there's always an end or oh yeah it's not gonna burn forever time to control that fire yep and so that's kind of why they are a little bit more um quick starters let's put it like that well, not necessarily, because there are some fires that are very, very hard to start. We've we've watched enough Naked and Afraid to know that. Um, let me let me explain what I mean by quick starters. They are quick starters, being mean meaning that their their attention to 
what they're trying to achieve is going to eventually end mm-hmm. because it's going to the blaze is going to go out, you know? right? And any type of person who's like an entrepreneur, not an entrepreneur necessarily, but just anybody, isn't in general, just anybody in life with goals or anything like that, you know. Um, I feel like fire signs need feel like they need to take off and, and get at it real quick and real fast, even if they're not organized with their approach. Just just get at it and get at it quick, right? Before the blaze goes out, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of areas who have has a lot of great ideas and, and capabilities, all the capabilities, and, and, yeah. And the, and the planning wasn't there, the execution wasn't there, and eventually it was just like not even a topic of conversation any longer. Yeah, like it never even happened. Yeah. Because they're very prideful people and they don't want to admit if something doesn't go right in their world. So before you know it, you're just not talking about it no more. Right. Yeah, it's very difficult to perfect a fire, just to have the perfect fire that's burning at the perfect rate for the perfect amount of time. Right. Um, There's so many factors, so many variables that go into that just on, on a physical level. So just imagine for those folks, like spiritually, how that plays out. Um, and that leads to, from my experience, a, a, a lack of independence or or on the flip side, there is a hyper independence that is like, you know, just kill everything as I go, like feed off of everything in order to, be successful to reach my goals, to reach my dreams, like just like a, a wildfire that just goes on and on and on and on. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, in my opinion, it's rarely balanced. But if it is, it's great. It is right. Exactly. If you can control it mm-hmm. and contain it in some type of way and utilize it as a tool for going back to our analogy of, you know, just the physical characteristics of fire, um, use it to cook something, use it to boil something and purify something. It can be, it can be great if it's working in a, if the fire has a purpose, but when a fire doesn't have purpose, it's just destructive. So I would be curious to know how our listeners who have, fire sign pets like have they had that experience of them being like more destructive than your typical dog or just I don't know shorter attention shorter attention spans or um just need more attention or just anything I'm I'm just really really curious about that but Mm -hmm. we haven't had a lot of experience with it so it's it's hard to say I think that Dr. Donald Wolf is a Leo. Why is that? Because everything I'm reading about Leos is like they're the most strongest, will just stand tall, walk proud creatures on the face of the earth. And I don't see anything negative he says in here about Leo pets at all. And in fact, he speaks highly of Leo parents. Well, we'll just do a little Google search They have here. one of the strongest natures instincts to protect and raise their young leo fathers radiate pride and instill their young with poise leo mothers devote themselves to nurturing in a gentle and dignifying manner y'all just everything right hmm well just like we have some biases towards uh, <laughs> earth signs and water signs 
You know, he may not be a Leo. He may just be an earth sign. But I'm looking him up. Dr. Donald Wolf Veterinarian Bio. What could his Wikipedia site? It looks like he's in Atlanta. A veterinarian in Smyrna. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. What else does he say about Leos? Leo pets. So Leo pets, of course, like to dominate, walk tall with their heads held high. Certain they are results of generations of selecting, selected breeding. King of the beasts. They will bounce their way into your heart in minutes and keep them happy and they will always feel free. This is a must for the king of the beasts or you will soon be taking your Leo to the pet psychiatrist. <laughs> Does anybody know... Personally, know anybody that is a pet psychiatrist. You know what? Some pets need psychiatrists. I feel like Bishop could benefit from that. Jada could definitely benefit from it. Bishop had a tendency to be a bit melancholy at times, a bit clingy. He seems to have a little bit of some attachment issues. And Jada is just angry. She's in a bad mood a lot. Why? I don't know. We don't know. Sometimes she'll just sit by herself and just growl. Just growl. Just alone. Just having thoughts. So I wouldn't be opposed to soliciting the help of an animal psychiatrist. I wouldn't. Jada's just misunderstood. And that's she all the psychiatrist is, is going to say. Well, we know that she's introverted. We've said that about her. But I can understand how some pets could need a psychiatrist. But beyond that, interesting description. All right, so what does he say about Sagittarius? Sagittarius? Uh, they were ruled by the planet Jupiter. So Jupiter is about love. Everybody knows that. Inquisitive, friendly, happy, fun-loving, and surprisingly shy. They aren't fearful, just a bit cautious with new company. But they soon learn to mask their shyness with cuteness. The pet that makes you say, aw, is likely a Sagittarius. You know what? I take issue with any description in astrology that has to do with looks. That's something I don't agree with when they're like, oh, well, if it's a Capricorn, then it's a, a dark colored tall dog. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that don't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, that, that's one thing I can't get with. As much as I'm into the zodiac and astrology, I just can't get with that. <laughs> Listen to this part is funny. Sagittarius pets are known for developing friendships with the neighbors and their pets. It is not unusual for them to have a home away from home. Sagittarians are very often taken in as strays while oh. they are on an excursion oh my gosh they love to play with children and children love to play with them so they are the victims of kidnappings quite a bit because <laughs> they're too damn friendly no I, i'm laughing because i'm thinking about human beings that i knew or that i've known who are sagittarius is who have too been brought in like strays mm. <laughs> what yeah, else i know did a couple say? too actually <laughs> damn <laughs> and what else did they say about them um and they're friendly and personable and, and people like them. But yeah, uh, several that I know are living off of other people. 
and the ones that aren't would love to live <laughs> off of other people. When you retrieve your unrepentant wanderer, tell its host not to worry. It will find its way back, usually soon. Okay, so, so it just goes around just just finding people just to to, to leech off of and Oh my gosh. Giving them some attention and then when they when that falls short, they just go back to where they came from. Oh my one. gosh. Yes, that's hilarious. That's funny. Now with people, it's not so funny. Like and human beings going from place to place and, and being indecisive and having to going from one place and, and then going back to another and that that's not mm-hmm. in the pet world, this is the fire that needs the kindling. They need somebody to start them because they really they're they don't really burn too strong. <laughs> now we can't I, I don't want to just bash Sagittarius's and I, I wish I had more insight on Sagittarius pets. But you know what? I'm not to interrupt you. But you know what? This this makes me think of a Leo though. Their energy is boundless and they are tireless travelers. Okay. When they eventually return home, they will often sleep for two or three days. Once they recuperate, keep them active and interested or they may disappear again. That sounds like a Leo. That's not that's, that's in there both on fire sign. So that's that's a connection right there. I feel like that sounds kind of like an Aries as well. Like just easily bored. Mm-hmm. They have to be entertained. They always need to be entertained. Um, and if they can't find people to entertain them, they'll create scenarios where they are being entertained. Sagittarius pets are rarely mean. They have a high tolerance for kidding and a and abuse. Oh no! <laughs> oh my God! So they're, I guess okay. So n- a note to listeners: if you <laughs> plan to be abusive, get a Sagittarius pet. pet right. <laughs> Kidding! They I are, don't mean that. They are not possessive no abuse. No of abuse of things or friends. They are not. A, they are not possessive of their playthings or friends, and are safe around children of all ages. Hmm. Interesting. All right, so let's now go into our air signs. <laughs> Hold on. You can be firm when disciplining your Sagittarius pet. Yeah, they like to get abused. Because you're going to abuse them, according to Dr. All right. Enough, of, enough of that. That was. What was the picture for the for that, for the Leo? Um, I think I remember seeing that. It's like a lion. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. just a typical. Yeah, that's pretty. I the Sagittarius got a book bag on his back. Well, oh, because he's traveling. Because he's traveling. And, yeah, the Leo has a crown. And the Aries is, looks like a form of a lion as well. So you you can see they link as fire signs. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, so air signs is Gemini, Aquarian, Aquarius, and Libra. Libras. All right, give me a second. Gemini's are first. The picture is a cat with a with a um scarf on. Oh okay. And a player's hat with some glasses. I can just about imagine what he So what, like a cool cat. Like a cool cat. Okay, and this is a Gemini. This is a Gemini. Got it. Ruled by the planet Mercury, are high spirited, fleet of foot, and intensely friendly and curious. 
and understanding owner tolerates the Gemini drive for new experiences and fresh information will be rewarded by nonstop entertainment. As these lively explorers find new worlds to con- to conquer in the most unlikely ways. Energy is the watchword here. Lots of nervous energy. Hmm. Frantic at times. Hmm. Very, they're very intrigued. So like curious, curious. Yeah. Okay. When visiting the area for the first time, a Gemini pet may take rapid inventory, spending very little time in one spot before darting off to the next. Mm, mm -hmm. They're hard to settle down. Gemini pets excel at picking out animal lovers. This is a surprisingly diplomatic sign for its apparent scatterbrain tendencies. Jebediz, for instance, will not ask to play if you're not in the mood. So respect your space. Wow. Okay. They love to be picked up and petted, scratched all over, and delicate in their responses. For all their surface self-sufficiency, Gemini pets won't stay by themselves if they can help it. Hmm. Even fences don't always keep in these Houdinis of the animal kingdom so they can get out. Okay. Escape artist. Shawshank. Um, fence hoppers. Little ones notorious fence climbers. Okay, and that tracks with what we were saying earlier previously about air not being contained if your mm-hmm. if your gemini pet has flown the coop look for the nearest crowd human or furry chances are gemini's is looking for a party wow wow or better yet an appreciative audience wow that's interesting that's very interesting so again we've never owned a gemini or air sign pet however we have one of our daughters one of three we have three daughters, ages um, 17, 18, and 25. But our youngest daughter is 17. She's a Gemini. And that sounds like her. Mm-hmm. Right? A little bit, yeah. Gemini pets almost always prefer the opposite sex. Male Gemini pets will visit with the female house guests and vice versa. Hmm. Affection, not treats, is the best Gemini training reward. In fact, you might have a problem finding any food that agrees with your Gemini. Hmm. Again, our daughter, who is a person and not a have pet. A noticeable intestinal gas. Oh, she has gas. I don't know. About <laughs> that. I put <laughs> well, I don't know that she has gas, but she definitely has always has some type of stomach issue. But that's another thing I don't necessarily agree with. Um, when it comes to astrology, when they say, oh, this particular sign has this type of illness, usually that is hard for me to understand. Yeah. Yes. Personality is one thing, but like. He's, he's definitely reaching. He's yeah. A little bit. Yeah. He tried. What's the other air sign? Um, Libra and Aquarius. Uh, let's go into Libra. So it. <laughs> It's a picture. It's a picture of a cat, and like, I can't even explain this. 
Let How me would see. You explain this? So we're looking at the, <laughs> it's just, it's typical, the Libra chapter. It's a typical Libra. I think this cat is confused. <laughs> so go. it's a it's a drawing, and it's like a, a double-headed mm. cat, um, but the title is Equal Affection. Split personalities, probably. I don't know. Go ahead and read it. Or actually, you want me to read it? All right, so the Libra personality. Libra-born pets make harmonious additions to any household. They are rarely troublesome and will blend with either small or large families, fitting right into family routines so well, it will seem as if they were always there. Everyone in the family will have a devoted companion because each family member will feel that the Libra likes them best. Libras aren't hypocritical or fawning, but they do have a way of getting on everyone's good side and invariably choose a lifestyle that takes the smoothest of routes. So like easy. Mm -hmm. um, true to its sign, the balanced scales of justice and fair dealing, your Libra pet will share time equally among family members, comfortable in any lap, happy to supervise any activity. Libra pets are rarely the topic of quarrels largely because they avoid rocking the domestic boat. For the most part, Libra pets are extremely mild-mannered. Mild they love to play and are thus very easy to dupe or trick. Oh, wow, that, that took mm. a turn. I didn't expect that. Um, due to their inborn sweet tempers, a fierce or mean Libra pet is almost unheard of. Their appearance, too, is one of gentleness. Libra couldn't scare a flea if it tried. To make a watchdog or household protector out of a Libra pet can be difficult, even impossible. Companionship is their forte, and they know it. Although Libras make easygoing pets, they do possess a stubborn streak that will occasionally expose itself when, the least, when you least expect it, usually in the form of a snarl or howl of temper. Libra stubbornness may also manifest itself as unresponsiveness. They will withdraw to a secluded place and not respond to your attempts at arousing or placating them. When this happens, try playing soft classical music to them. Since this, is, since, since this has a remarkably soothing effect on Libra pets and usually puts them in a more amiable frame of mind. Libras are ruled by the planet Venus, but most owners find that an intense sex drive is not part of their Libra pet's personality. This is fortunate for all of the bad habits that accompany this drive will not develop in your little Libran family member. Libra pets do not enjoy being left alone and are most prone of all the animal sun signs to acute claustrophobia. The smaller the area you can find them to when left by themselves, the unhappier they become. If you lock Libra in a small room, you may find the room demolished or soiled when you return. Give them a larger area in the house for freedom when you leave. Soothing music left on the radio when you leave also helps control such behavior problems. So again, not having a pet to compare it to, but 
it sounds like people. Mm-hmm. The Libra people that I know. Similar. Very, very similar. Especially this part about them being easygoing, but possessing a stubborn streak. You know who I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have one mutual mm-hmm. friend who's a Libra, and she's super cool, um, but she does just kind of have a way of doing things, and she just does things that way, and she's always been that way. I I haven't identified it necessarily as stubborn because I haven't tried to convince her or, uh, convince her of anything, but I would imagine if I were to try, it wouldn't be very easy no not at all not at all that's crazy uh, that was the closest one to human that i've heard honestly yeah okay so then what about aquarians our last air sign I don't understand how people can just do this kind of stuff live. It's not easy, man. But the more we do it, the easier it will get. For the Aquarius chapter, it's called a different drummer. All right. What does mm-hmm. the, the doctor say about Aquarius pets? Strange, crazy, goofy, loony. Hmm. And typical owners remarks about their Aquarian dogs, free spirited, you can never accurately de- predict what an Aquarian pet will do. They rarely react the same way twice to a given situation. Hmm. Um, that's dangerous with a pet, especially. Oh, yeah, for sure. Give, especially yeah. if you think you're friendly, he's friendly with you, and then the next time you see him, he takes off and starts growling at you. Or bites you. Right. The next time friends try to show your pet's latest trick and the little beast just sits there dumbfounded tell them it's not their fault but the aquarium influence they have an innate curiosity that often leads them into trouble and they may act impulsively with a quick but harmless temper they don't take orders willingly they become they can become very stubborn when you dish out especially when you dish out commands to them it's unusual for the disinterested Aquarian to turn around and simply run off in the middle of your increasing insistent request, nor it is unusual for an Aquarian pet to calmly ignore their owner's comments, commands, and pleas. So it's not going to run off. It's not going to dart off from you or nothing, but it's not going to listen to you neither. Oh, okay. Well, that's not ideal. That started off very well, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, when visitors come to your house, they will no doubt have to be inspected by their Aquarian inhabitants. Basically, Aquarian pets will meet you at the door. They're going to inspect you. They're going to sniff at you. They're going to try to feel you and check you out and see what you're about, this, this, and that. I don't know. I see that in most pets, though. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I don't know that that's unique. Aquarian pets will not hold a grudge against you if reprimanding them becomes necessary. They often forgive and forget. Mm, sounds like the abusive one. Right. Aquarian pets are fascinated by young children. They playful antics are perceived as cute by children and are encouraged. There you go with the cute thing. <laughs> Again. 
it is hard, if not impossible, to develop any sort of reliable routine with an Aquarius. Mm. Your Aquarian pet will try out different areas in your home for nighttime sleeping. They will not designate one specific area or one piece of furniture as their regular sleeping quarters. That's definitely not good. Mm-mm. They'll spend one week by the basement door and another week next to your bed. Aquarian pests are among the most vocal you can find. They may even develop a knack to utter sounds that resemble words. What? Oh, gosh. Dogs will bark at the least little stimulus, and they seem to like hearing their own voices. You have to leave an aquarium pet in a kennel. Don't be surprised if his voice is hoarse when you return. Physically, aquarium pets are a little on the tall side. See, that's what I was saying. That that part I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So you're telling me if I have if I have a um, what's the wiener dog called a dachshund that if it's just going to be unusually tall if it's born in February, January, February. One thing I can say on behalf of Aquarians is that they are interesting and original. As a veterinarian, I have just about seen and heard it all, except when a client tells me about an Aquarian pet adventure. So, bones are their weak point. Their so bones in their body? Yes. Or they eat so the bones? Especially on the watch for dis- dislocated kneecaps, arthritis of the knees, hmm. fracture of the lower leg, or ingrown and broken claws. Basically, if you have any problems with your pet from the knees down, chances are they're in Aquarius. They're in Aquarius. <laughs> okay, yeah, I feel like um, the doctor was reaching there. Um, you can tell. I mean, it's an interesting book that he that he read that he wrote. I mean, I mean, it's it's you can definitely tell that he um put some time into it. I mean, it's about a hundred and five hundred six pages long. Um. You can tell it probably was in a, at one time in his clinic. Or the, I mean, at the veterinary office, he was trying to sell these probably. And then it just ended up in a, um, in a uh, book book nook, mm-hmm. a bookstore. But um, it's interesting. Right? It is. It is. And, and the thing, just I don't necessarily agree with everything that he said. Um, but one thing that I think is very important, which is really the purpose of this exercise of going through the the cosmic canine um, overview is to understand that animals have personalities. Really, that that is the long and short of it. They all have different personalities, and it may not be according to their zodiac sign, but just for me, just through observation, I have seen the same traits in animals that I see in people of the same zodiac sign. Um, so I just think it's important. It's important to have an understanding. Yeah. And just a little bit about the good doctor. I got to give him his flowers on this. Mm-hmm. Um, was a busy Michigan veterinarian for 10 years before moving to Wyoming in 1986 to participate in this prestig- the prestigious federal state project to save the endangered black-footed ferret. Oh, at that time, the rarest mammal in North America. He is currently propagating the species in captivity for eventual reintroduction into the wild. The species, once thought to be extinct, has increased from a low of 18 in 1986 to a current high of 122 whenever this book was published. So I'm not sure. 
But um, with reintroduction projected for 1991, so this was in the early 90s, they reintroduced it. I was wondering how that turned out. In addition, he's a wildlife veterinarian with Wyoming Game and Fish Department. He has published over a dozen articles in professional journals. So he's published, and he's an author. Yeah, and I mean, and, you know, he has spent much more time with animals than we probably ever could in our lifetime. And he observed them, and these were his observations. And I just appreciate that he took time to to think about it. But we would love to hear from you all. Um, you can contact us at contact at the docpodcast.org. Write us and tell us about your pets. Write us and tell us about your Leo, about your Aquarius, um, about your Gemini. We want to learn more about it. We want to hear about it. But thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon. Bye.